Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, the Chorus Radio Network presents The Roy Green Show with Roy Green, keeping you informed and entertained. Now, here's Roy. Later on this hour, we'll talk to a man, uh, well, I wonder if he feels like he's on Vladimir Putin's personal hit list. His co-author was murdered, and a British judge just pointed the finger at Putin. Also coming up today is former commanding officer of Canada's JTF-2, Special Forces Counter-Terrorism Unit, Lieutenant Colonel Steve Day is going to be back with us. He was on in November, and he said... If Canada withdraws the CF-18s from the coalition bombing ISIS, that our allies may consider this country to be less than dependable, and we could find that information sharing is reduced. What happened a couple of days ago? Canada was not invited to a coalition defense minister's meeting in Paris. Our federal government said no big deal. Yes, it is. We'll talk to uh, Lieutenant Colonel Steve Day later on. Next hour. Montreal Mayor Danny Kader is mostly standing alone on his island today, it seems, as the former federal immigration minister is taking roundhouse swings at the notion of the Energy East pipeline. Kader and other Montreal Island mayors have spoken in opposition to Energy East, which will deliver 1.1 billion barrels of crude from the Alberta oil sands to St. John, New Brunswick, and across Quebec in the process. The existing Trans-Canada Pipeline would be used heading east to Montreal, and from there a new pipeline would travel through Quebec to New Brunswick. Kader expresses opposition by saying, possible environmental risks of energy east outweigh any economic gains for Montreal. Now, maybe the mayor hasn't noticed, and I don't live too far from the mayor's jurisdiction, maybe the mayor hasn't noticed the crumbling infrastructure of the city, collapsing bypasses Denny, Tunnel entrances dropping onto roads below. The Champlain Bridge causing a prayer or two whenever I and others drive across this huge crossing of the St. Lawrence River. A bridge which is constantly being shored up, and if left to its own devices, would... Well, I'd rather not think about that eventuality. Danny Kader was challenged by Mayor Nenshi of Calgary, by the Premier of Alberta, Rachel Notley, and by Saskatchewan Premier Brad Wall, who wrote a Facebook page which read, I trust Montreal area mayors will politely return their share of $10 billion in equalization supported by the West. Hashtag Energy East. Alberta's official opposition party leader, Brian Jean of Wildrose, tweeted, You can't dump raw sewage, accept foreign tankers, benefit from equalization, and then reject our pipelines. Quite correctly reminding that Montreal dumped 8 billion liters of raw sewage into the St. Lawrence River. And why did they do that? To rescue crumbling city infrastructure, what goes around floats around, I guess. Then Kader wasn't satisfied. He went on to tell Radio Canada in an interview, quote, you have to allow me a moment to laugh at a guy like Brian Jean when he says he relies on science. These are probably the same people who think the Flintstones is a documentary. Come on, Denny. Tired old line. First trotted out by the liberals toward the conservatives when you were heard screeching yabba-dabba-doo while you were riding your scooter through the streets of Montreal. I'm trying to coax him into coming on the show. He was never reluctant when he was the immigration minister. In fact, the first time I talked to him, he 
you decided you wanted to challenge me. So he came to the studio. We got along okay. Brian Jean, the leader of the Wild Rose office, official opposition in Alberta, joins me. Mr. Jean, thank you very much uh, for, for the time. Uh, Western Canadian leaders, Christy Clark perhaps accepted, seem to be saying to Denny Kader, you're happy to stand there with a brown envelope waiting for cash from the West in equalization payments, but you're absent when supporting struggling Western economies when that is available to you by supporting Energy East, would also, which would also support Quebec. Go ahead, Mr. Jean. Well, Roy, let me start by saying this. Alberta's economy is really hurting right now, and Canada is not doing as well as it could be. There's one shovel-ready infrastructure and stimulus program that is ready to go right now, and it won't need any government dollars. It's building pipelines. We have that opportunity. People want to go ahead with these projects, and there isn't a better economic stimulus program than building pipelines heading west and east. It will have an immediate positive effect on Canada's economy. It will give us confidence moving forward. Yet this project is obstructed by different levels of our own governments across our own country. It is shameful. Our brothers and sisters right across this country, these people rely on our funding of projects within their own regions, cities, and within the province. And we should work together to help Canada move forward. It's shameful. You reminded, Mr. Kader, in your tweet, you can't dump raw sewage, accept foreign tankers, benefit from equalization, and then reject our pipelines. You tweeted that. You just made your case now. Mr. Kader is rejecting what you're saying. In fact, he says you think the Flintstones is a documentary, so clearly he's not interested in even talking about it. It's uh, truly a shame. Denny Coderre, I worked with him in Ottawa, and he is, as usual, playing gutter politics. And he's playing politics with pipelines, with our jobs and our quality of life. He is pretending this is about the environment, but we know that Alberta does a better job of protecting the environment than Quebec. This is about posturing to environmental voters in Quebec. The guy who pumped 8 billion litres of raw sewage into the the St. Lawrence River system, and affected all those communities downstream. He's worried that a pipeline that has been there actually safely for decades will threaten the pipeline. It's a farce. Coderre made personal attacks because he knows that he can't have any basis of reality on the facts and the science. He is wrong. So he plays politics, and when he gets called on it, he slimes people rather than back down on a very faulty argument. Energy East is good for Canada, good for Quebec, $9 billion worth of economic development, good for Alberta. Stuff that's good for Alberta is good for Quebec because over the last 10 years alone, almost $73 billion in equalization has flowed from Alberta and our oil and other industries to Quebec. Energy East is clean, Roy, it is safe and it is good for the environment. This is primarily an upgrade of an existing system. This is a terrible thing to do for Canada, a terrible thing to do for Alberta. And Mr. Coderre and the other mayors that oppose this should be ashamed of themselves. Do you know, let's talk about the facts. The facts are that in Quebec and connected to Quebec are the only five bridges 
that are owned by the federal government. $2 billion alone goes to replace and upgrade the Champlain Bridge and those bridge, bridges in those areas. Those are owned by the federal government. There is not one bridge owned or many assets owned by the federal government west of the border of Quebec. They should think about that before they oppose what pays the bills for them and for all of Canada. Do you have a sense, but beyond Mr. Kader, and I'd really dearly love to have him on this program and talking to you right now, do you have a sense that beyond the Montreal mayors, if we go to Quebec City, the Premier Cuillard and his majority government will also stand in opposition to Energy East? Well, with with the eight or nine billion dollars in economic development that's going to Quebec, most of that truly is going to the province. But the province pays directly for most of the infrastructure in Quebec that the federal government doesn't contribute to. So, you know, it's a little different situation for the cities, and that's probably why the mayors are suggesting that. They're, most of the benefits that come from, with the pipeline go to the economy of Quebec as a whole and not in particular, the city, and I'm speaking of, in particular, the levels of government. Yeah, what, what obviously I'm, there are. What, what I'm getting at is, I've seen some very angry emails. I've seen some pretty angry tweets. And uh, from Western Canada, not only Western Canada, other parts of the country as well, angry at Denis Kader. Do you think there's the kind of climate, uh, emotional climate, over this that could take us back to the 1970s, that infamous bumper sticker? Well, I don't think it's good to either throw um, slurs at because uh, we don't want or, that, or, or in particular to be negative across the country. I think we need to have an honest and frank discussion about Absolutely. what pipelines do. Uh, you know, we should talk about the economy and talk about what pays the bills. And it, it's, you know, oil, oil and other commodities, natural resources. I'm very proud of it. We have two billion dollars worth of uh, economic activity a year that could come out of Northern Quebec, but they refuse. To do it, there's so much riches in northern Quebec and northern Ontario, and those should be developed as well in a sensible, environmentally friendly way that takes and respects the people that surround us, including indigenous people and others. And Mr. Jean, communities. The uh, the province of Quebec is not rolling in money. The province of Quebec should take advantage of what's available to them, as far as the economy is concerned, as you say, in an environmentally responsible fashion. And then also understand that the equalization payments from the rest of the country help the province, although if you start to talk about equalization payments, the response from Quebec often is, so you're telling us that we owe you. And then that devolves into a different kind of argument. Stay with us, Mr. Gene. I just have to take a break. I want to talk to you some more about this. And um, to Mr. Kader, I, for whatever it's worth, 888-225-8255, Denny, I know your people are listening. You may be too. Triple A two two five eight two five five. I know this stuff gets under your skin. So Triple A two two five eight two five five. You haven't responded to one email from me over the last few years. Even your friends who've interceded on my behalf, not a response. Used to be a regular on the show. What's the matter? This is important. Make your case. We'll come back with a Wild Rose leader after this. Informative and entertaining. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I want to 
I'm on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. At the Roy Green Show, uh, this guy K Corey tweets: Way to call him out, Danny Kader. Well, goes on to the CBC and uh, makes the childish insult from Brian Jean, and then won't respond when he's invited to appear on on this program. Mr. Gene, if you could say something to Denny Kader, let's assume he's listening. What would you say to him? Come on, Denny. Get on the phone. Give Roy and myself a call and explain yourself. Let's talk about the facts. Let's talk about the truth. Let's have a real conversation about what happens in Canada and how we work together. We don't owe each other anything. We are one country. We are family. It's true the last 60 years the West has contributed much more to equalization and the country as a whole for our infrastructure and for a better quality of life than Quebec or much of Eastern Canada. But before that, Roy, let's look at the facts. Quebec primarily and Ontario and Eastern Canada supported Western Canada every single year. That's how it works. We have a contract. It's called the Constitution of Canada. That contract allows us to put pipelines to reach Tidewater across our borders, across our province, so that we could employ and benefit other Canadians. It's time to stop playing politics with this issue and work together for a better Canada so people in Quebec can have good qualities of life, just like we do in the West, without having to worry about jobs, about the economy, and about how to have a better quality of life. Let's work together. Let's work together to make a better Canada, a better Alberta, and a better Quebec. Sounds eminently reasonable to me. And I would imagine it sounds eminently reasonable to Canadians listening. It's all about one country and uh, and a shared objective. And you know, uh, Mr. Dean, I'll leave you with this. There's a brainwashing which has taken place over the last years in this country, which equates pipelines as bad as opposed to realizing how much economic capital they represent to the Canadian economy and understanding there are thousands of miles of pipeline already in existence in, in North America. Uh, and to the opponents of pipelines, if we stopped using pipelines and stopped transporting oil, your shiny new smartphones would disappear, but that's another argument. I thank you for coming on the on the air, Mr. Gene. I'm only sorry that Mr. Uh, Mr. Kudera didn't see um, fit to to reply, particularly after he went on Radio Canada and personally insulted you, which was absolutely unnecessary. What you tweeted is just fact. What he responded to on Radio Canada is infantile. I wish you all the very best, sir. Thank you, sir. All the best to you and your listeners. Thank you. Brian Jean, the uh, leader of Wild Rose in Alberta. Isn't what he said eminently reasonable and responsible? Let's work together. And his eminence, the mayor of Montreal, goes on Radio Canada. What does he say? Where's this? Uh, uh, yeah, he said, you have to allow me a moment to laugh at a guy like Brian Jean when he says he relies on science. These are probably the same people who think the Flintstones is a documentary. Very clever. Very clever, Mr. Kader, AAA-225-8255, Roy at RoyGreenShow.com, whatever you want. I'll put you on the show. Say your piece.
used to come on. We didn't always agree. Went at it hammer and tongs at times. But at least you came on. I don't know, you became the mayor of Montreal. You said to me he was a radio talk show host, and radio talk show hosts don't avoid issues. Maybe not. Mike in Toronto, Mike. Hi, how are you? I love your show. I always try to make a point of listening. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I'm really disappointed at that level of discussion that uh, that has been brought down by Danny Coderre. And, uh, you know, as a Canadian, I, I, would, I, I really feel it's unfortunate, and I feel sad that we've reached that level, and I almost feel like I, I should apologize to Mr. Gene. Um, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. I, uh, I, I think that possibly, if it, if it were possible, uh, they should consider going around Montreal. But I would like to see that if they were to do that, that they also took the natural gas around Montreal. You know, because uh, if Denny Coderre wants to lead his people down a path uh, that uh, that would lead them to, to financial ruin, then I think that the country should allow that to happen so that the people can see uh, what, where they would be without pipelines. Mr. Coderre has to be reminded that he is the mayor, he's not the emperor. We have a problem with that. We have, we've given so much authority... That it, it, there was a time when provinces could get in each other's way. Oh. But we've now come to a point where the mayor of a small town can stop progress in an, in an entire country. Well, I, I wouldn't say Montreal is a small town, but it's not the huge city that it, it, it used to be. And uh, I, I think Mr. Kader thinks he's maybe living in the age of Jean Drapeau, who was the mayor at the time of the Olympic Games, where if you were the mayor of, uh, of Montreal, you went to work wearing a toga every day. It's no longer that. It's it's a, still a hugely influential city. But his it's just so sadly childish. The things that he said are so sadly childish, particularly when he presided over the um, releasing of 8 billion liters. Where are the environmentalists to take them on? I mean, some, some did. I have to be fair. But he he released eight billion dollars of eight billion eight billion liters of raw sewage into the St. Lawrence River, and yeah, and the entire country was watching, yeah. and no one was for that. Mike, I got to run. I thank you, sir, for the call because I have to take a break. Triple eight two two five eight two five five is my number. Triple eight two two five eight two five five Toronto four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Is Denny Kader out of line, or does anybody support the mayor of Montreal? 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. Call me now. News doesn't stop happening on Fridays. With News Talk Radio at its weekend best, The Roy Green Show delivers on the Chorus Radio Network. Like us on uh, Facebook, The Roy Green Show page, and uh, listen back anytime, podcasts at uh, The Roy Green Show. On the web, Danny Coderre, the mayor of Montreal. Come on, Danny. Call the show. I'll give you five minutes to talk uninterruptedly. I know you'll enjoy that. I'll give you six minutes. I'll give you as long as you want. Talk about Brian Jean. Talk about the pipelines. 
Talk about the Premier of Saskatchewan, Brad Wall, who posted to Facebook, I trust Montreal area mayors will politely return their share of $10 billion in uh, equalization support from the West. And you made some infantile remark about the population of Saskatchewan versus the population of the city of Montreal. You used to tell me you were a talk show host. And you said talk show hosts never run from issues. They always take on issues. Go anywhere. Yeah, she forgot that part, eh, Denny? Hmm. In a a little bit, in a minute or two or three or four, I'm going to play you what one of his former colleagues said about him. It's like trying to squeeze toothpaste out of a frozen tube. Getting Denny Kader on the show. Hey, maybe if they called it Energy Est. Drop the drop the A. Turn it into a into a French sounding pipeline. Then he'd be happy, maybe. Well, the language has never been an issue with Kader. I have to give him that. At least I didn't think so. Premier of Alberta, the Premier of Saskatchewan, even the Premier of Ontario. Ms. Windmill is reasonably supportive of the idea of Energy East. Ryan's in Toronto. Hey, Ryan. Hi, Charles. You know, it wouldn't surprise you if you did call. He spoke to you in French. I'll speak to him in French. And I know you love Charles, and he's my brother, but it's Roy. Oh, right. Sorry. That's okay. Never an offense. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's always been interesting to me that here in Canada, the country supposedly founded by the two solitudes, the French and the English, Oh, the French in Quebec, thanks to official bilingualism from sea to sea, except, of course, in Quebec, where it's strictly French, they are now a distinct nation within a nation. And the other founding nation, the English, well, thanks to official multiculturalism, they're just another multicultural immigrant group. Here's, here, Ryan, is what I'm scared of. You just put it into, you just started it. You started to spill the coffee out of the cup. Here's what I'm scared of. But people will become emotional and will forget what it's about, will forget that it has to do about economic success for the country at a time when our western provinces are struggling. Uh, Quebec isn't doing well either. It's, we, we need to understand there is economic requirement and economic need, and the pipeline will satisfy to a certain extent that economic requirement and economic need, and it's a lot safer than sending it by rail, the oil. Anybody remember Loch Megantic? But I'm afraid, I'm afraid that emotion is going to rule the day, and I'm not trying to create that environment, but there was that bumper sticker, and it was raised yesterday. Freeze in the dark, you eastern bastards, in the 1970s. I never want to see that sort of situation recur. But, you know, Quebec has got too used to having its cake and eating it, too. By claiming to be... A this is not about the oil. This is, this is... Hey, 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 Mike, Brian, I'm sorry. This isn't about the oil. It's not about Denny Kader. It's not about the pipeline. It's about Quebec and the rest of Canada. It's to you, right? No, it's about the fact that Quebec seems to put itself separate from the rest of Canada. It's used to having its cake and eating it, too. The perpetual have-not province that eats up half the uh, transfer payments. And why? Compared to Ontario, look at Ontario Hydro. It's a total mess. Look at Quebec Hydro. They're making lots of money, thanks to another province, Newfoundland Labrador. I just think they've he, he himself just got too arrogant that, you know, 
We can do what we want, and yeah. we can stop this, even though it doesn't make sense. He's arrogant. Ryan, thank you for the call. Uh, Denny Kader got into some significant, significant trouble with Montreal Canadiens fans because he, he tweeted not so long ago that one of their players should be kicked off the team. This is the mayor, but the uh, you don't do that in Montreal. Don't pick on the Habs. Particularly not if you want to be re-elected. Triple A two two five eight two five five. Mayor of Montreal says no pipeline. He calls Brian Jean uh, a guy who thinks the Fleet Flintstones is a documentary. Takes a run at the Premier of Saskatchewan, who's one of the most cordial and uh, most decent people I know. And I think um, Brad Wall will one day make an excellent Prime Minister of Canada. But uh, you know, Kader wanted to be the Prime Minister of Canada ran for the leadership of the Liberal Party, and even they said no thank you. Frank in Newmarket, Ontario. Frank, go ahead, please. Oh, I think Denis Kader is absolutely disgusting. He should resign his job and go back to being a third-rate comedian or something. I mean, we have these mayors all over Canada who are calling for more infrastructure dollars. Uh, with, with merit, for the most part, we do need to uh, improve our infrastructure in all the major cities. And here's Kader and others contributing to uh, putting the brakes on a plan that really could bring uh, revenue to uh, to governments at all at, at all sectors, create employment. Well, it's um, you know it's 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 frustrating and annoying to hear Kader talk about environmental concerns after they dump eight billion liters of raw sewage into the St. Lawrence. And why did they do that? As I said earlier, because it was a crumbling infrastructure issue. Montreal well, needs yeah. money to save itself from collapsing. Well, that's I mean, that I may be a hyperbole, but in, you know yeah. there are some bad situations. Enough. If he stays in long enough, the Flintstones really will be a documentary about Montreal in the 21st century under no. under Denis Kader. I guess I better be. I guess I better be careful because I. Uh, I don't want to get. I, I'm going to not. I'm not going to speed when I drive anywhere in Mr. Kader's jurisdiction now. Yeah, no. But it's too bad, eh, Frank? It really is too bad. Well, I hope Justin, Justin Trudeau is. Uh, he says not going to do a thing. Politics differently. Not going to do a thing, well, Frank. He's not doing a thing. No, well, Justin Trudeau is a Montreal member of parliament, and he will not do anything to persuade Montreal or push Montreal to accept the pipeline. If he does, I'll eat another bagel. I was going to say I'll eat my hat, but I won't do that. Thank you for the call. Let me talk to uh, talk to John in Calgary real quick before we play the clips. Okay, let's, let's play the clips. Let me just play back for you um, what Michelle Simpson said yesterday. Former liberal member of parliament, one of our beauties panel on Saturdays, and she was a caucus colleague of Mr. Kader when they were both members of the decimated Liberal Party leading into the 2011 election when they were even decimated more. Here's Michelle Simpson and my asking her about Denny Kader. This is her former caucus colleague. Listen. Well, I, I too, I was taken by the fact that you know, what? what's he afraid of? Is he afraid of you? Is he afraid of us? I don't know. Um, I do know that the one thing I, I always uh, recognized about uh, Mr. Kader was uh, he, when he takes a stand, like this particular one, or, you know, there was a time in caucus where he took a stand, he he goes wild, like it's like it's, his head explodes. And he somehow goes over the top. So there's one clip. This is his former caucus colleague, Michelle Simpson, who, by the way, has 
emailed Mr. Kader and asked him to be on the show with me. Here's a little more of my conversation during our Beauties and the Beast segment yesterday with Michelle Simpson about the mayor of Montreal. Play it. But this whole idea of the pipelines, let me just get your thoughts, uh, all three of you. And Michelle, I'll start with you, please. Just just sort of bottom line this for us. I, I think he's out of his mind. I, I really and truly do. Energy East, I think what's going to happen is this is going to end up right on the plate of uh, Prime Minister Trudeau. I, I really do. This is a serious issue. And for Denny Kadera to be making the kinds of statements he's been making is really going to alienate the, the West big time. Yeah. And not only, not only I, Brian Jean. I just Jean. don't know what the end game is. I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced I know what his end game is. Yeah. It's not only going to get criticism from Brian Jean. He's already been criticized by Mayor Nenshi of Calgary, been criticized oh, yeah. by the Premier of Alberta, who has received yeah. support from the Premier of, of Ontario, or we've criticized, but uh, this is a separate issue. This is the, the, I don't know what he's up to, and the other mayors in the, on the island of Montreal up to. I have no idea. I only know that I'm not going to be speeding anytime soon when I'm in the city of Montreal. Because <laughs> yeah. they'll abandon Better me not. on a bridge. They'll confiscate my car on a bridge. All right. So there it is. I would like to see uh, Mayor Nenshi in Calgary. I'd like to see uh, Premier Notley in Edmonton. I'd like to see... Um, Brad Wall continue to put on the pressure, but I'd like to see the Western politicians to put pressure on Mr. Kader and respond to his statements and his position. And there's absolutely no reason Mr. Kader shouldn't be explaining himself to the rest of us in this forum. And he always said to me, you know, Roy, I'll always be on your show. I'll always take on issues. I'll never duck anything. I'm our next radio talk show host. I get it. I'll never duck you. Denny, Roy at RoyGreenshow.com. You know how to get in touch. I'll give you time. I'll give you time. You explain to the rest of the country your position, and then we'll find out what they think. And I'll put you on the air with Brian Jean if you wish or not if you don't. I'll provide you with whatever forum you wish, but I think you have a responsibility to talk to us. When we come back, Yuri Felstinsky, he's the co-author of Blowing Up Russia, the book that was banned in Russia. And Yuri Felstinsky's co-author, Alexander Litvinenko, was uh, poisoned, radiation poisoning, in London, England. And a British judge, just a couple of days ago, concluded, after a long inquiry, that Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, was probably behind it and would have given his official blessing to the murder of Litvinenko. Does Yuri Felstinsky fear for his life? We'll ask him when he joins us after this.